Hello and welcome to Down the Stretch for the weekend of January the 26th and 27th, 2020. I'm your host, Dan Davidson, broadcasting to you from the heart of thoroughbred country here in beautiful Versailles, Kentucky. Down the Stretch is a show dedicated to the sport of thoroughbred horse racing, and each week we look at the graded stakes racing action across the country. And if you're wondering what a graded stakes race is, well, it's the toughest level of competition in the sport of thoroughbred horse racing. And the races are categorized as a grade one, a grade two, or a grade three, with grade one being the toughest. This past weekend, we had nine graded stakes from Santa Anita to Gulfstream to Sam Houston, including the Pegasus World Cup races. So let's get started. On the 25th of January at Santa Anita, we had the Palos Verdes Stakes. This was a grade two race going six furlongs on the dirt for four-year-olds and up with a purse of $200,000. And they're off. Grinning Tiger was off awkwardly. Captain Scotty is going straight to the front. Flagstaff flashing natural speed. Speed pass outside of him. And Grinning Tiger four lengths off Captain Scotty, who sizzles past the half-mile pole. It's Captain Scotty in front, three-quarters of a length. Flagstaff second, followed by speed pass in the clear. Grinning Tiger is now five lengths off the lead. They're heading into the far turn with Captain Scotty to catch. He's in front by almost two lengths. Flagstaff starts to now bear down on him in second. He's within a length. Two and a half more back to speed pass and grinning Tiger as they approach the quarter pole. Captain Scotty, Flagstaff worked upon but gradually trying to get to him now. They've put five lengths on speed pass in third. And then grinning Tiger, they're at the top of the stretch. And Captain Scotty, a tough customer, maintains the lead. In fact, widens the two. Flagstaff trying his best. Five in front of speed pass. Sixteenth ball. Captain Scotty, Flagstaff trying to grind away. But it's still Captain Scotty coming for the wire. Captain Scotty, Flagstaff, Captain Scotty, coast to coast in the Palace Verdes. Flagstaff fired and just missed. Speed pass third, grinning Tiger fourth. Captain Scotty wires the field on the Palace Verdes and is another graded stakes winner for the brilliant young stallion Quality Road out of the aggressive chief mayor. She is raging. Captain Scotty has 13 starts now and career earnings of just over $321,000. Bred in Kentucky by John and Martha Jane Mulholland. Owned by Wachtel Stable and Gary Barber. Trained by Peter Miller and ridden by Abel Cedillo. Captain Scotty was a 2015 Fazic Tipton Mid-Atlantic yearling where he sold for $75,000. And the Palace Virtus is the first graded stakes win for Captain Scotty, so congratulations to the connections there. And running a very tight second was the four-year-old Flagstaff by Spikestown out of the AP Indy Mare, Indian Giving, bred in Kentucky by Summer Wind Farm, owned by Lanes Inn Racing and Heronis Racing LLC, trained by John Sadler and ridden by Victor Espinoza. Flagstaff now has 10 career starts and earnings of just over $283,000. Flagstaff was a 2015 Saratoga yearling where he sold for $475,000. And crossing the line third in this four-horse race was Speed Pass. 
This four-year-old Kentucky bred by Bodie Meister out of the Curlin Mare Julie Knapp, bred in Kentucky by Colts LLC, owned by Carl Wilson, Michael Pegram, and Paul Whiteman, trained by Bob Baffert and ridden by J.C. Diaz Jr., Speed Pass has three career starts with earnings of $75,000. And Speed Pass was a 2017 Keeneland September yearling selling for $150,000. And next up at Gulfstream Park to kick off the graded stakes action was the Fred W. Hooper Stakes. This was a grade three race going a mile on the dirt for four-year-olds and up with a purse of $150,000. Side to complete the field. There in the gate. And they're off in the Fred Hooper. Beautiful start for rare form from down toward the inside, and Zenden's going to run with them. At the rail, Storm Advisory gets away with them. Up on the outside, an epic dreamer moves to challenge. From the far outside, and Dak attack to paces on early. Zenden comes away with a narrow lead over Epic Dreamer, with Storm Advisory third at the inside. Seven Trumpets moves to take fourth. Out wide on the course goes Dak attack. Then rare form. He was beaten to the punch today. He's back sixth, and he's about three lengths off the lead ahead of the favorite. Free Enterprise, who's seventh and has to quicken already, behind a 22 and Two opening quarter. Fat Man from down toward the inside is mid-flight. He's three clear of Olympic Village, who's alongside Gray Magician, as they really fly up front. Back from there, it's Eye of a Jedi working ahead of Tale of Silence, third last. Second last is now Gray Magician, and the trailer is Chewing Gum. They kick to the far turn through a 44 and 3 half mile. These are big time numbers being put up by Zenden. At the inside, Storm Advisory pushing him along. Three wide Epic Dreamer. Rare form is fourth. Castellano all over the favorite free enterprise. Prize, not getting much of a response as Irad Ortiz Jr. looks to get to the clear with Fat Man. The back markers have certainly had pace ahead of them. They try to run home with Chewing Gum down inside. A gap of two to Olympic Village and trying to run home from the back is Gray Magician and they're at the top of the stretch. It's Zenden who is still in front. Three quarters, 109 and two. Zenden tackled by the Fat Man. Here comes Fat Man on the outside and that's Fat Man now to take the lead. Zenden is back to second but in the Hooper they couldn't stay with the Fat Man! It's the Fat Man to win by a length for Kent Swayze. Zenden was second. Rare forms in a picture with uh, chewing gum for third. And then it was Gray Magician in 135-4. and four. And Fat Man takes the grade three Fred W. Hooper stakes. The son of Munnings out of the northern trend mare Nicole's Dream has 26 career starts and earnings of just over $461,000. Fat Man closed out 2019 at the Harlan's Holiday Stakes here at Gulfstream with a second-place finish, but was able to kick off 2020 with a victory, a first-place finish in the Fred W. Hooper Stakes. Fat Man was bred in Kentucky by Kim and Rodney Dardelli, owned by Marianne Stribling, Force 5 Racing LLC, and Two Rivers Racing Stables LLC, trained by Kent Sweezy and ridden by Irad Ortiz Jr., Fat Man was a 2015 Phasic Tipton yearling, where he sold for 57000 In 2016, as a two-year-old in training, at the Ocala sale, he was an RNA at 72000 meaning he did not sell or didn't meet his reserve price. However, at the Phasic Tipton Mid-Atlantic sale later that year, 2016, he did sell for $20,000. 
So that's an interesting price comparison between two different sales of two-year-olds in trainings and how he had a bid on him of 72 and did not sell, but later that year sold for 20 at the same type sale, a two-year-old in training sale. So all we have are the numbers here that we can look at, but it's an interesting comparison there how um, he had a price of 72 or a bid of 72, but they didn't sell him, and yet they did sell him later for 20. And then last year in the summer of 2019 at the Phasing Tipton, Horses of Racing Age sale, summer sale, he was sold for $65,000. Quite a sales history on the fat man. And getting up for second was the four-year-old Zinden. The colt by Fed Biz out of the sharp humor mare You Laughin was bred in Kentucky by Brent and Beth Harris, owned by LLP Performance Horse, LLC, trained by Todd Pletcher and ridden by John Velasquez. In eight career starts, Zinden now has earnings of just over $180,000. Zinden was a 2017 Keeneland September yearling, where he sold for $7,500. Then, in 2018, at the Ocala Breeders' two-year-old in training sale, he sold for $47,000. And running third was Rare Form, this five-year-old colt by the factor out of the empire maker mayor Bayou Tortuga, was bred in Kentucky by McCann Bloodstock, Mark Helder, and Doug Richards. Owned by Frank Jones Sr. and Churchill Downs Racing Club. Trained by Dell Romans and ridden by Flavian Pratt. And in 12 career starts, Rare Form now has earnings of just over $192,000. Rare Form was a 2015 Keeneland and November weanling where he sold for $200,000. And then in 2016, as a yearling, he sold again at Keeneland for $450,000. Wow, that's quite a markup. $200,000 weanling and a $450,000 yearling. It's a good return on your investment. Next up at Gulfstream Park was the La Previance Stakes. This was a grade three race going a mile and a half on the turf for four-year-olds and up fillies and mares with a purse of $200,000. And they're off in the La Proviante. Good start for Kelsey's Cross from the center. Here's Mean Mary moving up. La Australiana down toward the inside with latest version trying to get over. Raining Lemons has dropped back to last as they charge around the far turn the first time. With the advantage, it's Mean Mary with a clear advantage, too, of a length and a half. La Australiana is together with an outside-running war cabinet, second and third. Back at the rail and simply beautiful, Kelsey's crosses between horses. Out three wide is Lady Panam. Then it's Tariga alongside Get Explicit. The two at the back are Raining Lemons and War Cabinet. As they wheel by us for the first time, Mean Mary has the lead by a length and a quarter. Latest versions in the two-path at the inside in La Australiana. Ryan Moore tucked in with Simply Beautiful, the joint fourth. Out wide in Lady Panam. Kelsey's crosses between horses. Then it's a trio of Get Explicit, Raining Lemons, and Tariga. And the trailer is War Cabinet. By the wire the first time, one lap left to go. Mean Mary and Luis Sias through the opening quarter of just 25 and 2 and a half mile of 51 and 3. Heads into the clubhouse turn with a length and a half advantage on the outside. Latest version remains second. At the inside and all Australiana from third, Lady Panam. She was in the three-path early. She's now in the two-path fourth with Simply Beautiful at her inside. Then it's back to Kelsey's cross ahead of Raining Lemons. Tariga's in the two-path. Three wide get explicit and still unhurried at this stage as War Cabinet last of the ten with a little more than five-eighths of a mile to run. 
Three quarters, 117 and one as they head into the backstretch. At five to two, Mean Mary bids to make all. She leads by a length and a half. Second is latest version, third at the inside, La Australiana. Lady Panam is in the two-path fourth and down at the inside, Simply Beautiful. Then it's Raining Lemons trying to secure racing position. Kelsey's crosses between horses. Get explicits on the far outside. Tariga is second last and still unhurried as War Cabinet. Last of all as the pace starts to quicken. They leave the backstretch and move on to the far turn. Mean Mary continues to lead. She leads a length and a quarter. On the far outside, Zayas is into action on Get Explicit. That sends Lady Panam forward to a challenging roll. She's now up into second. Latest version is back to fourth. Trying to run home from fifth and raining lemons from the back and simply beautiful splitting horses to Riga and they're at the top of the stretch. Mean Mary has something in reserve here. Off the turn on top by two. Lady Panama is second down the center and a late run from Tariga. There's an eighth of a mile to go and Mean Mary is strong up front and Mean Mary kicks away with authority. It's a mile and a half gate to wire for Mean Mary. She won by five. Lady Panam was second, third Tariga, then Raining Lemons. Photo to complete the high five between War Cabinet and La Australiana in 228 and one. Wow, this was a mile and a half race, and Mean Mary never lost a lead and won going away. She won by five, and it would have been ten if they would have gone two miles. Wow, what a racehorse. Mean Mary is by Scat Daddy out of the Dyna former mayor, Carlovy Vary. Bred in Kentucky by Alex G. Campbell and owned by Alex Campbell. Trained by Graham Motion and ridden by Luis Saez. Mean Mary has five career starts now and earnings of just over $201,000. Finishing second was the French-bred mare Lady Panam by Soldier of Fortune out of the Aussie Rules Mare Business Class. This six-year-old mare was bred by Elie Lelouch and Francis Tabou. Owned by Maticat Stables LLC, James Cavello, Kent Spellman, and Doheny Racing Stable. Trained by Chad Brown, ridden by Arad Ortiz Jr. And in nine career starts, Lady Panam has earnings of just over $379,000. Lady Panam was a 2017 Argana December Cell graduate, where she sold for $470,000. And finishing third was the Brazilian-bred five-year-old mare Toriga by Put It Back Out of the Nugget Point Mare Just Perfect. Toriga was bred by Fazenda Mondesir, owned by Kiyosha Mayakawa, trained by Graham Motion and ridden by John Velasquez. Toriga has 11 career starts with earnings of just over $122,000. <laughs> And next up at Gulfstream Park on January the 25th was the Inside Information Stakes. This was a grade two race on the dirt, going seven furlongs for four-year-olds and up fillies and mares with a purse of $200,000. And they're off in the Inside Information. It was a good start out the rail for Liza Starr. Blamed has speed. Heaven has my Nikki not far away. Splitting horses in Wildwood's beauty as they exit the chute. The big favorite, Spice Perfection, is off the speed while about four lengths behind. On her outside goes our Super Freak. Note allowed Madeline is beat for speed today and rushes up in traffic with Baccarat fashion toward the rail. Then it's back to Bronx Beauty and stretch running Pink Sands is at the back as they head to the half-mile point. 
JP's Delight from Between Horses. Liza Star along the rail. Blamed is three wide. A bit of both is with them. In tight Between Horses and Wildwoods Beauty. Then Nona Madeline in Baccarat fashion. Spice Perfection will have to get into the clear, but she's rallying now. Only three lengths off the lead. Three clear of our Super Freak. That's all for Heaven Has My Nikki. Passed by Pink Sands and Bronx Beauty tries to rally from the back as they round the far turn. Many chances here as Blamed comes away with the lead. Immediately tackled by a bit of both who are both about to be engaged by Spice Perfection on the outside. Quarter of a mile left to go. Spice Perfection charging in a bit of both off the turn. Wildwoods Beauty. The Florida Breds on the stand side and up the challenge. Nona Madeline is at the rail. There's an eighth of a mile to go and Spice Perfection is the leader. Down the center, Wildwoods Beauty. Pink Sands is lifting late. Nona Madeline at the inside. Here's Pink Sands from way out of it. And she'll win going away. Pink Sands for Shook McGahee and the inside information over Wildwoods Beauty second, close for third, either Nona Madeline or Spice Perfection. Wow, what a fantastic stretch run for Pink Sands. That last eighth of a mile just overtaking the field and winning going away. So exciting to watch. Pink Sands is by Tappet out of the Include Mayor Her Smile. And in 18 career starts, Pink Sands now has earnings of just over $468,000. Pink Sands was bred by Katie Rich Farms in Kentucky and is owned by Gainesway Stables and Andrew Rosen, trained by Shug McGahee and ridden by Jose Ortiz. Pink Sands was a 2016 Fazig Tipton New York yearling selling for $625,000. And getting up for second was the four-year-old Wildwoods Beauty by Cantheros out of the J.P.'s Gusto Mare Misproprietus, bred in Florida by Philip and Karen Matthews, owned by William Stintz, trained by Scott Becker, and ridden by Julian LaPeru. Wildwoods Beauty has 12 career starts with earnings of just over $392,000. And Wildwoods Beauty was a 2017 Ocala yearling, settling for $47,000. And getting up for third was Nona Madeline, bred in Kentucky by Windstar Farm. This four-year-old is by Candy Ride out of the Stormcat Mare Cool Storm, owned by Teresa Viola Racing Stables and St. Ilias Stable, trained by Todd Pletcher and ridden by John Velasquez. Nona Madeline has six career starts and earnings of just over $124,000. Nona Madeline was a 2017 Keeneland yearling, selling for $130,000. <laughs> And next up at Gulfstream Park on January the 25th, we had the W.L. McKnight Grade 3 Turf. This was going a mile and a half for four-year-olds and up with a purse of $200,000. And they're off in the W.L. McKnight. It was a good start inside for Appreciato, who heads off for the early lead. Doobie Doobie now is the neck on top. Cross borders on his outside, and Salute to Colonel is at his inside. So three across early with American Tattoo setting up shop from fourth. Back to fifth and Pumpkin Rumble, then Karam, who's in tight toward the rail. They're followed by Spooky Channel and Appreciato, three in front of Prince of Arabia. The two at the back are Shazir and Red Knight. 
Around the first turn they go, and with the advantage, it's Doobie Doobie in front by neck. Cross-border latched onto in second. American Tattoo had to go three wide while third. Pumpkin Rumble is next, and Salute to Colonel is at the rail. They're followed by the team of Spooky Channel and Carum. They're only three lengths off the pace setter and a length better than Appreciato. Prince of Arabia is in no hurry at this stage, third last. Shazir is second last, and the public pick, Red Knight, is last of the 11 with little more than one mile to go. They make their way by the finish line for the first time, and it's Doobie Doobie in front by a neck. Cross-border on the outside, second, salute to Colonel. He saves inside position and races from third. Pumpkin Rumble in the two-path is now fourth. American Tattoo will be three wide on the first two turns. He's now only three lengths behind. Then back to Spooky Channel, who races outside of Karam. Two and a half clear of Appreciato with Prince of Arabia third last. Second last, while three wide is Shazir. And no alarm signals being given by Joel Rosario, still last on Red Knight. Starting to move up a touch, though, as they move into the backstretch. They went through three quarters in 113 and 4, and the leader remains Doobie Doobie. Doobie Doobie to buy a neck under Jose Bracho. Glued to him is Jose Ortiz on cross border, who now races from second. These two have a length on salute to Colonel, who's had an uneventful journey third at the inside. Pumpkin Rumble will need her way through. American Tattoo has plotted a wide course today, racing ahead of Karam and Spooky Channel. Then Shazir. Appreciato is next with Prince of Arabia. And still last is Red Knight, but now the pace quickens. They leave the backstretch and move on to the far turn. Cross border up to take on and pass Doobie Doobie for the top. Spooky Channel into the clear four wide just inside of him in pumpkin rumble then comes salute to colonel red knight blue cap four outside starts to hit high gear and they're at the top of the stretch many chances here but rosario's rolling on red knight down the stand side has to get cross border who has the lead spooky channel is up into second appreciato and red knight are next final eighth of a mile cross border has the lead spooky channel runs at him on the outside this is going to get close it's going to be spooky channel Spooky Channel and Leparu nailed cross-border in 226 flat. And Spooky Channel gets up to take the W.L. McKnight turf. Bred in Kentucky by Calumet Farm, Spooky Channel is by English Channel. Out of the Kitten's Joy Mare, Spooky Kitten. Spooky Channel is trained by Brian Lynch, owned by Terry Hamilton, and ridden by Julian Leparu in 12 starts. Spooky Channel has earnings of just over $207,000. And Spooky Channel was a 2016 Phasic Tipton yearling, where he sold for $10,000. It's a pretty good return on your investment. Here's TDG's Gabby Gaudet with Julian Laparou after the race. Said victory, to say the least, on Spooky Channel. What was kind of unfolding in front of you there? Uh, well, first, you know, I think the man ahead last time was the short, you know, for him. I think he's a true mile and a half, maybe more distance horse, uh, but today, you know, he worked pretty good, uh, quick safe ground in the first turn, I mean every turn actually, basically, uh, decided to make a move pretty early, tried to catch up, uh, the track is speed favoring, so tried to catch up, and uh, he ran big to the, to the wire, so it was nice. At Diamond Oops, you said, you told me off air a couple days ago that the plan was to go to the lead in the Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile, is that the plan today? Well, not necessarily to go to the lead, but at least break good and put me in the race. Uh, you know, in the, in the dirt mine, we were all the way outside, so... Uh, now today, we, the plan is to break good, see where he put me. It's a pretty easy horse to, to ride, other than that. So, uh, you know, if he's on the lead, great. If not, I uh, can say the half of them, too. You have much experience on him. Do you think he can get the distance? You know, it's, uh, you know in the morning, it's, uh, he always breathes really good. Uh, we always breathe him 7-8 to, to a mile all the time. And he breathes really good, uh, you know, uh, from the, in the morning he's fine. 
uh, in a race, obviously, it's different. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Julian, thank you. Good luck and congrats. Thank you. And finishing second was the six-year-old New York-bred cross-border. Also by English Channel, out of the Empire Maker Mayor, Empress Josephine. In 22 starts, cross-border now has earnings of over $320,000. Bred by Berkshire Stud and B.D. Gibbs, owned by Three Diamonds Farm, Cross-Border was trained by Mike Maker and written by Jose Ortiz. Cross-Border was a 2015 Keeneland September yearling, selling for $180,000. Then, in 2016, at the Ocala Breeders' two-year-old and training sale, he sold for $10,000. And then again, at the Phasic Tipton 2018 Summer Horses of Racing sale, sold for $100,000. And finishing third in the W.L. McKnight was Appreciato. This six-year-old gelding is by Skipshot out of the Strode's Creek Mare River Flower, bred in Kentucky by Mikhail Yanakov and owned by Justice Racing Stable, LLC, trained by Mike Maker and ridden by Paco Lopez. Appreciato has 17 career starts and earnings of just over $208,000. Next up was my personal favorite race of the weekend. It was a Pegasus World Cup Turf Invitational. This was a grade one race going a mile and three sixteenths on the turf with a purse of a million dollars for four-year-olds and up. And this race was stacked with talent. The combined earnings of the 12 horses that ran in this race was over $16 million. This race had Zulu Alpha, Magic One, and Still Regard, Sacred Life, Arklow, Sadler's Joy, Henley's Joy, Admission Office, Mo Forza, Channel Cat, Without Parole, Next Shares, and Tusk was a scratch in this particular race. But this was a fantastic race. So let's hear the call. And Ryan Moore to the outside. They're in the gate, and they're off in the Pegasus World Cup turf. Some crowding in the center gates, and Sadler's Joy took the worst of it and drops back to last. From the far outside, it's the world traveler, Magic Wand, who begins very nicely and moves for an early lead. At the inside and moving up is instilled regard. Zulu Alpha's in very tight, and Zulu Alpha's going to have to tap on the brakes. Henley's Joy moves into the top flight. Sacred Life is on his outside. Very wide will be Mo Forza. Mo Forza's going to be out in the five or six lane here in the charge of the first turn. From the outside to the inside, it's Magic Wand who got over under Ryan Moore to lead three parts of a length over Henley's Joy who races from second. Down at the inside, an instilled regard alongside Sacred Life. Next shares is with them. In the two-path, Tory has without parole only two and a half lengths off the lead. Mo Forza had no alternative but to go very wide on the first turn. Zulu Alpha is saving ground with admission office between horses. Arklow is third last. Channel Cat is second last. And Sadler's Joy is last as they try to back it down mid-race. The opening quarter was 24 seconds flat. The half mile was 
48 and 2. Less than 5 furlongs to go in the Pegasus turf. Magic Wand carving out the numbers. Henley's Joy is second. Next shares is third. Instilled Regard patiently handled fourth and in between horses without parole. Sacred Life and Mo Forza both wide. Mo Forza in the four path on the far turn. Followed by Arklow, then Zulu Alpha and Admission Office. Channel Cats at the back alongside Sadler's Joy as they round the far turn. Up front, the leader is still Magic Wand by an egg. Henley's Joy gets first run at her, moving up on the far outside in Mo Forza. Next shares is next. Instilled Regard cries for racetrack. Zulu Alpha follows him, and they're at the top of the stretch. With the advantage, it's still Magic Wand. Ryan Moore sets her down for the drive, and she leads by a length and a half. Zulu Alpha trying to come up the fence, and here he comes now. Zulu Alpha under a rail-skimming ride from Florida boy Tyler Gaffleone. And he is your Pegasus Turf winner, beating Magic Wand and Instilled Regard. It's a photo for fourth involving Sacred Life, Arklow, and Sadler's Joy in 151 and 3. What a magnificent ride by Tyler Gaffleon, pushing Zulu Alpha right down the rail, right past the brilliant Magic Wand. And Zulu Alpha had a lot in the tank there at the end and just took it away. This seven-year-old gelding is by Street Cry out of the AP Indy Mayor Zori. Was bred in Kentucky by Calumet Farm. Owned by Michael Huey and trained by Mike Maker. And in 31 career starts, Zulu Alpha's earnings now are just shy of $2 million. They stand at the $1.9 million mark. And here's TVG's Christina Blacker with Tyler Gaffleon. Just take a little bit of hold. There's a lot of horses coming down, and everybody was trying to get their spots. Uh, luckily, my horse wasn't intimidated, and uh, he just kept fighting on in there. Turning for home, you both had to show some courage. Did you have confidence that that hole would open up along the inside? I got a little tight, but uh, my horse was game down in there. He he wasn't. He never hesitated at all. Uh, all the credit goes to Mike and his team. I'm so thankful for them giving me this opportunity. You've had a lot of big wins here. Is this one of the biggest at Gulfstream? Uh, this is incredible. Being at my home track, uh, this is a dream come true, really. Congratulations. Thank you. At running second was the magnificent Magic One. This beautiful mare is by Galileo out of the Dancilly Mare Prudenza, bred in Ireland by Curie de Monceau and Skymark Farm and owned by Michael Tabor, Mrs. John Magnier, and Derek Smith. Trained by Aidan O'Brien and ridden by Ryan Moore, Magic One has 23 career starts, and 18 of those are grade one races. Her earnings now are over $4.3 million. And she has lived up to her purchase price expectations. She was a 2016 Argana Deauville yearling where she sold for $1.5 million. And running third was the very talented five-year-old Instilled Regard. This Kentucky bred was bred by Katie Rich Farms, owned by OXO Equine LLC, trained by Chad Brown, and ridden by Irad Ortiz Jr. Instilled Regard is by Arch, out of the forestry mare Enhancing, and in 15 career starts has earnings now of over $677,000. Instilled Regard was a 2016 Keeneland September yearling, where he was a $110,000 RNA, or he did not meet his reserve price and therefore did not sell, which turned out to be a wise decision because at the Ocala 2-year-old in training sale, 2017, he brought $1,050,000. And next up at Gulfstream Park on January the 25th was the Pegasus World Cup Invitational. This was a grade one race, going a mile and an eighth on the dirt, 
for four-year-olds and up with a purse of $3 million. And they're all in line. They're off in the Pegasus World Cup. And what a start for Mucho Gusto, who fires out to the early lead. And Diamond Oops has early speed as well. Bodie Express is three wide going into that turn. And then it's Tax in between horses. And moving on the outsider, higher power in company with Mr. Freeze, who's now bursting toward the front. And Mr. Freeze, with a bold early move, has established the lead onto the backstretch. In front by a length over Mucho Gusto. Then Bodie Express, higher power to the outside. That opening quarter mile is up in 23.79 seconds as they head on to the backstretch. Diamond Oops is back there running in fifth. Tax sixth on the outside. Then it's True Timber along the rail, followed by Seeking the Soul. Tenfold is second last, and War Story has been left behind to trail the field as they continue their run up the backstretch here. So it is front-running Mr. Freeze, who's on top by three-quarters of a length. Bodie Express on the outside, runs along in second through a 47.48 half-mile. And right in behind the leaders is Mucho Gusto, who's down at the rail with a half-mile to go. And higher power is being ridden to go now on the outside. Diamond Oops is behind them, running in fifth. Tax sixth on the outside. And then it's tenfold around the far turn. Mr. Freeze is the leader. Bodie Express runs up alongside of him. Mucho Gusto travels well now. He's three wide and he's edging up toward the top two. Diamond Oops is fourth. Higher power's under pressure. And here comes Mucho Gusto, and they're into the stretch, and Musto Gucho has taken the lead. Mucho Gusto comes to the eighth pole, opening up to lead by four. And back into second is Mr. Freeze on the inside, then Bodie Express, Diamond Oops, War Story running on late. Mucho Gusto in the Pegasus World Cup. He won it by five lengths. Mr. Freeze was second, War Story was third, Diamond Oops finished fourth, and the final time was one minute. 48.85 seconds. Bob Baffert, Irad Ortiz Jr., Mucho Gusto in a landslide, guys. You know, he almost broke too good because he was on the lead. Exactly. And then Bodie Express went up and challenged him. A really good decision by Irad Ortiz in the first turn to ease him back. The question was, would the horse allow him to do that? He did. The horse settled. He let a couple of horses lead the way. Then he tipped him out, turning for home. Really good decision by Irad Ortiz, but the horse was phenomenal in accepting all of these different things for him. You just saw Jimmy Barnes, Bob Baffert's assistant, the assistant to the stars, who is so well known with uh, American Pharaoh sweeping the Triple Crown on the road all the time with Baffert's horses. The grade one couch pays off again for Bob Baffert, but yeah, I mean, this horse had to be finessed. They did not want him on the early lead, and he beat the gate. All of a sudden, he's a length and a half in front, and you got to figure out a way to get him back. It, they probably didn't want him down on the inside. No, because horses. typically he's best outside exactly. horses in the clear. So really a, a, a great race and performance by a horse with all the elements of the race different than what he's used to. Coming down the stretch here, he's, he's in full command. Nobody's going to run in it. Bodie Express hung in there really well. Uh, and of course, Mr. Freeze hung in there pretty well himself. A very disappointing performance for Higher Power, who was completely out of gas by the time they hit the top of the stretch and wound up crossing the finish line last of the starters. So hopefully he's okay. Mr. Freeze in the mix there with War Story as well. But it is Mucho Gusto with the win. Let's get it down to Nick. 
and I'm with Jimmy Barnes, the assistant trainer, the well-known assistant trainer to Bob Baffert. Jimmy, congratulations. You just said to me, I do all my best work by myself. Mr. Baffert will be very pleased. Have you spoken to him? Uh, not yet, but I will be talking to him soon. And this horse has clearly settled into Florida well. Could you have expected a performance of that dominance? Absolutely. You know, this horse was a fresh horse and he'd been training outstanding. So we were expecting a big performance today. And when the two horses came out on Thursday, that could only have increased your car. Well, it did increase us and we moved in two post positions. So, yeah. This horse has been brought here, in a sense, to prepare for the $20 million race in, in Saudi Arabia. Is he a tough enough horse to take this and that in, in six weeks? Absolutely. We'll go home and reevaluate the situation, but uh, I see no reason why he couldn't. So we could be looking at a horse now for, for 2020 who can string together several great one races. Hopefully he will. Jimmy, congratulations. Well done. Thank you. And with his $1.6 million purse for his win in the Pegasus World Cup, Mucho Gusto's earnings are now just over $2.4 million. Mucho Gusto is by Mucho Macho Man out of the Giants Causeway Mare. It's a Giants Causeway. Bred in Kentucky by Teneri Farm Incorporated and Bernardo Calderon. Owned by HRH Prince Faisal Ben Khaled. Trained by Bob Baffert and ridden by Irad Ortiz. Mucho Gusto has an interesting sales history. In 2017, at the Keeneland January sale, he sold for 14000 In 2017, at the Keeneland September yearling sale, he sold for 95000 In 2018, at the Ocala March Breeders' Two-Year-Old in Training sale, he did not sell where, or RNA'd for 55000 which was a good thing because in 2018, at the Phasic Tipton Mid-Atlantic sale, just later that year, he sold for $625,000. This just goes to show you never know what can happen in three or four short months with a racehorse. To RNA at $55,000 and then in three or four months sell for $625,000. That's a huge turnaround. Things like this are an inspiration to us breeders and owners of racehorses. And congratulations to the connections of Mucho Gusto. He did run a very nice race. And finishing second was Mr. Freeze. This five-year-old by To Honor and Serve out of the Tabasco Cat Mayor Heavenly Cat was bred in Kentucky by Sienna Farms, LLC. Owned by Jim Bakke and Gerald Isbister. Trained by Del Romans and ridden by Luis Saez. Mr. Freeze has 11 career starts and with this second-place finish, Earned a $554,000 purse, and his earnings now stand at just over $1.1 million. Mr. Freeze was a 2016 Keeneland September yearling, selling for $75,000. And running just a valiant race and finishing third was the ever-impressive War Story. This seven-year-old gelding is by Northern Fleet out of the pulpit mare Bell Watling. Bred in Kentucky by Jack Swain III. Owned by Imaginary Stables and Glenn Ellis. Trained by Elizabeth Dobles and ridden by Joel Rosario. War Story has 39 career starts and earnings now of over $3.2 million. War Story was a 2013 Keeneland September yearling, selling for 90000 As a 2014 two-year-old in training at the Ocala sale, he RNA'd, or did not meet his reserve price, for 58000 Later, that same year, at the Phasic Tipton Mid-Atlantic sale, they did let him go for 51000 at a two-year-old in training sale. And then in 2015, 
At the Phasic Tipton Summer Selected Horses of Racing Age sale, he sold for $545,000. That's been a good investment. This horse brings his all to every race. It's so much fun to watch him race. And kicking off the action at Sam Houston on January the 26th was the Houston Ladies Classic. This was a grade three race going a mile and a 16th on the dirt for four-year-olds and up fillies and mares with a purse of $300,000. And they're off in the Houston Ladies Classic and Serengeti Empress right out to the front. Out for a spin. Not quick enough to keep up with that pace right now. Lady Apple's going to track in third. My Lady Curlin's going to be wide as they move into the turn. Street Band's going to be very wide. Sophie Doyle's trying to tuck in behind those leaders. And at the back, it's Saracosa. It's Serengeti Empress in control. On the front end is up by a length. No pressure yet. Is out for a spin. Is trying to get closer there in second. Gap of three back to Lady Apple. My Lady Curlin is towards the back there. And Street Band is at the back of the field with Saracosa. And they all trail Serengeti Empress. 23.40 for the opening quarter mile. Flavian Pratt and Serengeti Empress on the engine on the front end. Here comes out for a spin. Trying to get closer is within three quarters of a length. Lady Apple has gotten closer. Is now within three of the lead. My Lady Curlin is there in fourth. Street band. Tight hold for Doyle as she's moving forward as well. Saracosa at the back of the field now. Ten lengths behind. Less than a half mile to go in the ladies classic. Serengeti Empress has the lead. She's up by two. Here comes out for a spin. Who's trying to engage my Lady Curlin is making a move and coming after the leader right now. Lady Apple, no room in fourth. Street Band's going to make a very wide move. They start to bunch up in behind that leader. They went 47.31 for the half mile. Let's look at the three-quarter time as they approach the quarter-mile pole. Serengeti Empress has a race on her hands as here comes Street Band to the outside. Lady Apple to the inside. Serengeti Empress now kicks for home at the top of the stretch. Street Band down the center of the racetrack. My Lady Curlin, Lady Apple at the rail. Eighth to go. Four of them across the race track serengeti empress street band my lady curlin lady apple what a race lady apple to the inside street band serengeti empress lady apple gets up lady is up by a neck it's lady apple to get the win serengeti empress for second street band and my lady curlin in one minute 44.19 seconds wow what a finish and what a race almost a blanket finish there were four horses right there at the wire and lady apple getting up to take it Lady Apple is by Curlin, out of the clever trick mare, Miss Mary Apples. Bred in Kentucky by Katie Rich Farms. Owned by Phoenix Thoroughbreds III and Katie Rich Stables. Trained by Steve Osmussen and ridden by Ricardo Santana Jr. Lady Apple now has 12 career starts, with earnings now of just over $990,000. Lady Apple was a 2017 Keeneland September yearling, where she RNA'd or did not meet her reserve price at $100,000. Leading most of the way and holding on for second was the brilliant Serengeti Empress. This filly is by alternation out of the Bernardini mare Havisham. This four-year-old was bred in Kentucky by Tri-Equus Bloodstock LLC, owned by Joel Polity and trained by Tom Amos, ridden by Flavian Pratt, and in 13 career starts, Serengeti Empress now has earnings of just over $1.5 million. She was a 2016 Keeneland weanling, where she sold for $25,000. And then she was a 2017 Keeneland yearling, selling for $70,000. Quite a return on your investment. And finishing third was the outstanding Philly Street Band. This four-year-old is by Istan, 
out of the Street Cry Mare, Street Minstrel, bred in Kentucky by Larry Jones, Cindy Jones, and Ray Francis, owned by Ray Francis, Larry and Cindy Jones, Medallion Racing, and My Racehorse Stables, trained by Larry Jones and ridden by Sophie Doyle, and in 14 career starts, Street Band now has earnings of over $1.1 million. And rounding out the graded stakes race action for the weekend of January the 26th was the John B. Conley Turf Cup. This was a grade three race at Sam Houston going a mile and a half on the turf for four-year-olds and up with a purse of $200,000. And they're off to an even beginning. Sleepy Eyes Todd, first time on the grass, goes right out to the front. Tracksmith in second, Marzo's at the rail in third, got passed to the inside by Azuma Rudy as they want to be up with the early pace. Purple Silks is going to be Dot Matrix now to take the third position out in the center of the race course. Further back there in the field, mid-pack is another mystery as they start to slow down the tempo up front. Prospector Fever had the rail, is now coming to the outside to get up their mid-pack just past. Bema's boy, who's towards the back of the field with Patriot Drive in the early trailer, is Yowzer. It's Sleepy Eyes Todd. David Cabrera on the front end as they get ready to pass this for the first time. Sleepy Eyes Todd has the lead. Dot Matrix Tracksmith is down at the rail, now takes third. Marzo is mid-pack. Patiently ridden there in fifth. Got passed to the outside by another mystery. Zuma Rudy and the Red Silks at the rail. And behind that is Patriot Drive as they slow that tempo down. Prospector Fever, Bema's boy, is content at the back with Yowzer. As they pass us for the first time, it is Sleepy Eyes Todd who's got the lead. They went 52.45 for that half mile. They've got one lap to go in the John B. Connolly Turf Cup. And Dot Matrix is ready to engage that pace setter. Another mystery is also moving up to make it three into the turn. Marzo is tracking there outside of Tracksmith. They're fourth and fifth. Still saving ground is Zuma Rudy. Now picks up a few placings and now taking third at the rail. Further back is Prospector Fever. Then comes Patriot Drive. Bema's boy starts to move forward just a touch and Yowzer still the trailer. Sleepy Eyes Todd is fending them all off so far. It's Sleepy Eyes Todd. Dot Matrix now challenges and puts a neck in front as they start to pick up the pace up front. Another mystery has been a touch wide as they move up the backstretch now, and Marzo is tipped outside of Tracksmith. Zuma Rudy, they're three by three. That front six. Moving closer now, Bema's boy. They are tightly bunched with less than a half mile to go. It's going to be a sprint for home in the John B. Connolly Turf Cup. Sleepy Eyes Todd has been passed by Dot Matrix and another mystery. Marzo is right there, three wide, coming after them as well. Under a drive is Bema's boy. Anyone's race here in the John B. Connolly Turf Cup is Dot Matrix has the lead, but for how long? Another mystery. Here comes the move from Marzo. Sat off of the pace and Marzo in the yellow cap. Bema's boy is going to follow that move. Tracksmith is at the rail. Turning for home, it's Dot Matrix in front. Marzo now sprints. Bema's boy, Zuma Rudy, finds some room as well. It's still Dot Matrix on the front end, finding more. Marzo up on the outside. Bema's boy now unleashes a rally. Dot Matrix continues to find. Late run, Zuma Rudy. Bema's boy, Dot Matrix. Bema's boy, late push. Dot Matrix wins the John B. Connolly Turf Cup. Bema's boy further back. Marzo and Zuma Rudy in 2 minutes, 33.46 seconds. And Dot Matrix gets up to take the John B. Connolly. Dot Matrix is a New York bred by Freud out of the Gulchmere Ent Dot Dot. Bred in New York by Trucks and Stables and owned by Ten Strike Racing. Trained by Brad Cox and ridden by Florent Giroux. This seven-year-old gelding now has 31 career starts and earnings of just over $601,000. And getting up for second was Bema's Boy. 
This five-year-old gelding is by Into Mischief out of the arts mare Arsing, bred in Kentucky by Locklow Farm, owned by Paradise Farms Corporation, trained by Mike Maker, and ridden by Tyler Gaffleon. Bima's boy has 17 career starts with earnings of $172,000. And Bima's boy sold in 2016 at Fazig Tipton as a short yearling for 15000 and then in September at the yearling sale at Keeneland sold for $20,000. Word of advice, if you can get an into mischief for $20,000, you buy it. And rounding out the field for third was the five-year-old gelding Marzo by Medagliadoro out of the Smart Strike Mayor Spring Party. Marzo was bred in Kentucky by Stone Street Thoroughbreds, owned by Three Diamonds Farm, trained by Mike Maker, and ridden by Corey Lannery. And Marzo has 19 career starts with earnings of just over $287,000. Now, Marzo was a 2016 $1 million yearling at the Keeneland sale. At the 2018 Fazig Tipton Summer Select Sale, he went for 35000 And then Keeneland January Sale 2019, he went for 140 What a bizarre auction history on this horse. Keeneland September was a million-dollar yearling, and then two years later sold for 35000 A year later sold for 140 You just never know. That's why this game is so fun. That's going to wrap up a fantastic weekend of racing for January the 25th and 26th. I'm Dan Davidson, and until next time, I hope your horses are leading the pack when you see them running down the stretch.